Zelda in Fortnite Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, as always. Thank you so much for joining us. That opening theme was brought to us by Brandon and Company, and this week's closing theme, as always, is the Hero of Time remix by Jeesh, which means you can stop asking me in the comments. You probably will still ask me in the comments. It's fine. I like talking to you anyway. Uh, if you have any of your own fan topics, comments, emails, suggestions, whatever, you can feel free to tweet at us. Uh, my Twitter's down below, as well as Collins and our guest this week. Uh, or you can email us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That'll be down below as well. Uh, but before we talk about who's on this week, let's talk about what happened this past week. This week, we learned that Twilight Princess is getting a comic book series. We learned a little bit more about the Fine Brothers fiasco. And Bianetta and Korn finally made their way into Smash, and I still don't like him. Once again, I'm Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. This week, I'm happily joined by... Man, I can't stop playing chess. <laughs> it's... That's not your name, but... I know. I mean... it's, it's, <laughs> it's Colin, and I, I recently discovered recently that you can play chess on Facebook Messenger, and by recently, I mean within the last nine minutes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just f***ing around with people now. And I learned how to resign from games that Colin likes to challenge me on Facebook Messenger because... I don't want to play chess in that format. They should add Chinese checkers. That's uh No. Skype used be... to have Chinese checkers. Oh yeah, it did used to have games. Yeah. When's Facebook huh. Clue? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Ray. Ray. It's, I didn't it's know your where turn. we were going in. Hi everyone! <laughs> I'm Ray. Okay. <laughs> I literally said the order before we I'm started. So sorry. <laughs> I'm Ray and I clearly don't know how to do this. Hi, everyone. It's like you're... It... <laughs> I don't know cues. But at least I don't sound like a YouTube podcaster now. It, it's still... It's only your third episode. Second, <laughs> actually. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> so it's, I've got even and one last but not Sorry. <laughs> and last but not least... Hey, it's Zan. There we go. See, there. <laughs> I, I was ready for the cue. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's me, Zan. I got the YouTube channel with the things and the stuff. And Glad to have you with us. Thank you. One of the best YouTube channels ever, by the way. I Thank just wanted to mention. Thank you so much. I really sincerely appreciate that. Yeah, I, no, really... I honestly love your videos. <laughs> I think they're yeah. great. Yeah, we're excited to have you with us, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we talk about the news, uh, what have you guys been playing this last week? I'll let anyone take the floor before no, I... We're sticking to the order, okay? We're sticking to the order. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> stick You've been okay. playing chess. <laughs> yeah, Facebook chess, no. Um, actually, I three games caught my attention this week. Um, the first one was Zombie, which is the PC port of the Zombie of uh, the Wii Wait, U launch Colin. title, Zombie U. Yeah. Colin, there are zombie video games? Oh my god. <laughs> I... Not today, not today. Um, it's a it's a very odd port because it's it's obviously meant to have the gamepad. Mm -hmm. So like there will be times where the game will go to do something and then it'll pause and it'll go. Oh wait, there's only there's only one screen here, so another prompt has to like shove onto the screen. Oh, um, that's awkward. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, I also played Fortified, which as of recording came out yesterday, which is a third-person shooter tower defense game okay not neat. 
not a big tower defense person. I think it's a meh genre, but mm-hmm. this one does a pretty good job of it. Um, okay. And like, it's funny because I, I played both these games and I was thinking about how some people tend to rate games based on their experience with them. Right. Like, oh, this game blew me away. 10 out of 10. Like, holy crap. Or they'll go, it was all right. I had fun. There's no issues with it, though, but 5 out of 10. And, like... Jesus. (laughs) I feel like on that regard, like, something like Fortified or or Zombie, I'd probably give a higher rating to. Not because they're, like, amazing, fantastic experiences, but because of the way they were designed and the developers intended. And it works pretty well. That's good. Like... None of their choices were all that terrible. <laughs> you showed me Fortified earlier this week, and I thought it was pretty cool looking based on yeah. concept alone and just like the art and everything. Um, but it reminds me of the the tower defense game you played, Fortified. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it reminds me like of all those tower defense games I used to play as a kid, all the Flash ones. And uh, I used to play on Battle.net a lot uh, yeah. for Warcraft The Frozen Throne. And I used to play this game called Winter Mall Wars. Which is kind of like a tower defense game, but like team based. It was really cool. I and there's also Elemental Heroes. There was a bunch of really cool like free games on there that people would make and just like became really popular. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then the the last mm-hmm. game I played was uh, I don't know why it took me this long to get to it, but Fire Emblem Sacred Stones for the Game Boy Advance. Hey, I got <laughs> that, it through the uh, Ambassador program on the 3DS, that, and I that just... game makes me sad. Oh. <laughs> Because it makes me realize how bad I am at, like, Fire Emblem games. Oh. Because every time I oh, start no. it up, after, like, pausing it, I'm like, you know, like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll remember where I was. And I'll start it, and it's, like, in the middle of a of a fight, and I've completely forgotten my strategy, and I just get destroyed and I have to start all over again. And then I pause it right around the same spot that I paused it last time, and I repeat the process about maybe eight times. <laughs> It's 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 very fun. I I I I booted up as a joke, and then I ended up sitting down for two hours straight and playing it. Yeah, it's, and the it's only a really reason, solid game. The only reason why I stopped was because it was like five in the morning. <laughs> you tend to play games until five in the morning. Yeah, seems... I play games way too late nowadays. I need to yeah. fix that. You and you and George need to just gorg. Yeah. You need to you need to set alarm clocks for yourselves. <laughs> Papa's gonna get mad. Papa. <laughs> Alright, Ray. Alright, I'll be honest with you guys, I have not played any video games this weekend. However, however, what? however, I was in a D&D campaign, if you really want to get that nerdy. <gasps> hey! <laughs> that counts. Which, yeah. which, by the way, the DM's world, his homebrew world, is strongly based off of the Wind Waker world. So there's a lot of water everywhere and a lot of boats? There's a lot of water everywhere. So the guy wearing, like, the paladin full heavy armor just, like, drowns immediately. It's funny, because he almost did last time. But not in the ocean, in, like, a really small river. Oh. He got mauled by a crocodile. It was pretty great. He just falls face first into a puddle. <laughs> That's almost pretty much what can't, happened. Can't get his way out. It's like, an, it's like an inch of water. It was pretty sad how badly those crocodiles almost killed us. It was, it was an interesting experience. DMs should just stick away from the boat section. It's, it's always a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, well. But I'm just a healer. What do I know? That's a good class to play. Like it's good when people play the the less exciting roles. It's fun. Like, I feel like the heal. 
Mm-hmm. I like the, uh, it's funny because there's this, there's one post online that I see, it's like the, the fictional portrayal of the healers, like, I just want to help, but I don't know if I'm good enough, and the realistic healers, like, you guys need to stop running into danger, I control your <laughs> lives, you go at my pace. Yeah, the healer pretty much says what goes, because without, without them, the party dies immediately. Yep. TPKs happen. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Sam, what have you been playing this past week? Ooh, I've been playing me some Just Cause 3. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. I've been wanting to get into that. It's it's truly fantastic. I, uh, yeah. I loved Just Cause 2, and, mm-hmm. you know, that was a few years ago now, and it was long enough that I couldn't fully remember the experience, but I remembered I really enjoyed it. So I was like super satisfied when I got this and I was like, oh, that's right. That's what I love so much about it. The zip line in two was like a huge addition that made that game like perfect. I remember seeing uh, two things about Far, um, sorry, Just Cause 3 that I remember like liking a lot was the trailer that they made for the game was in engine. Like it was all like they played the game and they just took like really good like camera angles and stuff from the gameplay and just made that the trailer which really showed how impressively good the game looked uh and also the like how easily things like get out of control in two minutes there's like this youtube video of the of like the guy just standing there in the middle of the road and like car accidents happen and like people with machine guns come out of nowhere and start shooting up the town and the guy has just literally just stood there the entire time yeah it uh it can go zero to 60 pretty quickly <laughs> Uh, uh, now, one of the things that was always pretty cool about Just Cause 2 was someone modded in a uh, multiplayer into the PC version. Uh, Did yeah. they try recreating that in 3? Uh, they, uh, a what mod? Like, like do, do they, did they try recreating, like, a multiplayer mode oh. in 3? I, I, well, I haven't been keeping up with the third one. Uh, no, I don't think there is. I mean, I gotta be honest, I'm not much of an online gamer, so if there is one, I probably didn't even notice. Uh, but I think it's only, mm-hmm. like, leaderboards and stuff that end up uh, going multiplayer. Don't quote okay. me, though. <laughs> all right, It'll probably happen eventually, because, like, yeah, maybe. if the game is as good as 2 was, you know, people are gonna probably try the same thing. Because 2 I... had, like, mm-hmm. multiplayer lobbies of, like, 128 people. And it's wow. absolute, oh absolute insanity when you have almost that many people in one you know, spot just zip, mm-hmm. <laughs> just grabbing uh, planes out of the sky and crap like how, that. I love how the best answer to falling to your death is to zip line the ground and pull yourself faster into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> they made a joke um, about it in the, in the new game. Like one of the loading screens says something like, uh, as Sir Isaac Newton once said, if you're going to get damage from falling from too high, just zip yourself to the ground faster to avoid damage. <laughs> like, they, they get it. They know what they're doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. that game is, like, made with, like, I guess you could call them bugs or, like, un- unintentional, like, cheats that you can do or, like, exploits that you can do. Uh, but now they've done it kind of tongue-in-cheek and it makes the whole experience really fun. Uh, it's it's crazy to see what modders have been doing with games, especially recently, because I saw that Fallout 4 already has, like, New Vegas-style perks on the PC version, and that makes me really sad that I don't have it. But the game that has been kind of making my sadness at ease has been uh, Shadows of Mordor. Uh, I finally upgraded and built a new PC uh, with uh, a buddy of Colin's who he hooked me up with. Um, yep. Does he have a website, Colin? Yeah, yeah, I believe it's uh I'm going to put it down below. He was very helpful about making essential technologies. I yeah, I'm going to put it down below. He was very helpful and I want to give him a little shout out. Um 
but yeah, I've been streaming that on Ultra on on Twitch, which you can follow down below. It's a fun game. It's really fun. The Nemesis system is awesome. It's everything that I was hoping it was going to be. Um, and because I never get rid of my fantasy fix, I've been also playing D&D. And uh, <laughs> one of the guys, which actually we're going to be streaming that probably Fridays uh, on my Twitch channel as well. But uh, the guy that's kind of the leader of our party is, is a paladin named uh clayton dallas buck sawyer walker and he's like he's like a he's like a country he's a country bumpkin or should i say pumpkin because his whole thing is that his family is pumpkin farmers and he wears a iron cast pot on his head much like donald from fire emblem awakening oh he's pretty much he's pretty much donald from fire emblem awakening what about you what do you play i play a bard oh boy and if you guys watched King of the Hill, um, I embrace my inner Dale with a bag of pocket glass. Pocket sand! <laughs> it's it's one of my three weapons. <laughs> and it makes her some fun I've adventures. also been playing Rainbow Six Siege. I know it's been Com- like the common thing I bring up every week, but yeah. I love it. You know, it's funny. I, I've been watching uh, Super Bunny Hop's videos, and you and him, like, you guys talk about the game more than you talk about like the weather you know like just every time there's a sentence you know you find a reason to talk about that game well especially like you know this what this week, mayonnaise it, reminds oh, me of God. rainbow six siege well you know the thing is is that this week they added this is interesting um for the first time a triple a dev has said hey what if we actually added free content to our video mm. games um <laughs> and they added two new operators, so two new characters you can play as. Okay, and neat. one of them is great. They get bear traps. <laughs> so you have, like, oh. this super serious Counter-Strike clone, and then all of a sudden, oh, no, I got caught in a bear trap. No, off your leg to survive. <laughs> yeah. Like a wild coyote. Oh, no, it's great. When you're, like, down and you start walking around, your dude's, like, shimmying and trying to shake the trap off his <laughs> leg. and Shake your way to freedom. That sort yeah. of thing. Uh, but we have some, uh, we have some Zelda news this week. It's some, uh, some cool Zelda news. The Twilight Princess HD edition is getting a manga version adaptation, uh, later this year. It's going to be released on February 8th, uh, which might be a little bit after this episode releases. (laughs) Sadly, no official English translation has been announced, but... Probably there will be at some point uh, as we get closer to the release of the game. Right. I picked uh, or... up the uh, the link to the past one that was released. Like oh, the re-release. Like, like, yeah, the re-release of it. Mm. And um, I remember just bringing it home and reading it. It was really good, actually. Nice. Like, like non-ironically, like oh, it's I get it. Cause no, it's no, video the... games, but no, it was pretty those. Well done. The Four Swords one is one of my favorites. Yeah. I've only ever yeah. read the the two Ocarina of Time ones, which I'm absolutely in love with. What a nerd. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a weeb. Um, speaking of Twilight Princess, they released new screens of uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, TPHD, the, and, and the, it, it looks way better now. Yeah, it doesn't look yeah. like... Really? It looks like... Oh, okay, cool. It doesn't look like smudgy dolphin emulator yeah. And they uh, also have a, a video of the gamepad functionality, the Wolf Link amiibo and stuff. Like there's a ton of images. Just uh, the link is down below. We we reported a bunch on it on ZeldaInformer.com, uh, which is surprisingly the people that produce this show. 
Um, <laughs> well, so wait, does that mean that they like cleaned up the, the character models or something? Or how does it look better? What did they do to fix it? I think uh, they just, they, they finally re-upped a lot of the textures and models. Yeah, too. and they got rid of a lot of the bloom. Because the, the game, a lot of the, the, the game when it was originally released, they added bloom and a bit of blur to the models to make it look more HD. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and basically, when they first announced Twilight Princess HD, all they really did was just clean away the blur effect. Oh. <laughs> uh... Yeah. So it's like, oh, I can see the polygons more. Yeah, that's not good. It's like taking away grandma's makeup. You just don't. <laughs> yeah. wow. This is how you don't get invited for Christmas dinner. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, speaking of people who probably won't be invited to Christmas dinner, uh, did you guys see the thing about the Fine Brothers this past week? Oh, my God. <laughs> Couldn't miss it. Oh my god, the internet was like... It's, in it's a... kind of hard to not hear about it, because everyone yeah. had to put their own little input in it. And there were like so many videos just talking about it, and videos commenting on videos about it, and update videos about the update videos, and just... Basically, if you guys were under a rock this past week, uh, the guys who do the very well-known React series, the Fine Brothers... Like, kids react, elders react, uh, Holocaust survivors react... Um, <laughs> What? They decided to try and franchise their series to an international audience so that people that lived in countries like Japan or India could make their own versions of the React series uh, in their own countries, in their native language, uh, for a different audience. Problem is, is that they also tried to trademark the word React. They tried to trademark uh, a few other similar words. They wanted a 30% cut of people's vi like royalties uh for each video uh and they were going after and have been going after and it's continued to come light um they've been going after anyone who does any react video including uh shows like ellen or jimmy kimmel or uh wh whoever have you um and it, it just it just blew up in their faces um to the point that they just kind of had to rescind all their attempts at trademarks and applications, uh, discontinue the program entirely, and release all past ID claims. It's it's amazing that um, this only came a few weeks after Sony tried to trademark Let's Play. Yeah, and that failed horribly. <laughs> yeah, I... Wow. Well, no, do, do you know why it didn't go through? Why was that exactly? Oh, not because it's like a generic term or anything, but because there's a actual arcade in like the middle of Georgia called Let with a Z Z Play. Oh, and it's too similar to that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's great. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's play. That's a wonderful, so that's why Tony couldn't do it. Just like a a, a tiny bit of just wonderful little justice right there. I uh... I like to imagine that there's someone who tried to trademark "Hey everybody, it's man," and uh, <laughs> and just say like they're like, oh well, there's already this YouTube channel called "Hey everybody, it's Zan." So that's right. Man. I want my money. I want my money. <laughs> Give me my royalties. Yeah. Uh, I kind of I I kind of I want to shift a little focus to you because you're our guest, and I I want to let people know who you are because maybe not a lot of people do because your channel is kind of under the radar. I feel like you're very good at being sneaky about being on YouTube. Uh, what, like you're like you're like the solid snake it's, of the YouTube world. It's always been the plan. I shouldn't even be on here right now. Colonel, <laughs> <Currently>, no. Yeah. 
Uh, but you are a content creator on YouTube. You make these hilarious sketch videos on video games. Uh, you work with some really cool people like uh, The Completionist, Game Grumps, both generations of Game Grumps. Uh, if you include uh, the Ninja Sex Party video cookies, which you're the uh, lead guy in, which is, um, you know, you've been in a lot of stuff, but yet you seem to kind of be not as well known as most as the people you do a lot of your stuff with. Um, would would you like a, a an explanation or a theory as to why? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever you i i would blame in frequency honestly i don't upload my videos as often as right really anybody and have only gotten <laughs> worse with time um but you're like the jontron but like a less popular jontron <laughs> i am like a less popular jontron but you know what there's uh, the difference that i'm gonna go ahead and and gonna throw some people under the bus without naming names i um my videos I mean, you know what? It's it's a career choice, and a lot of my friends mm -hmm. have uh, committed their, made it their job, and mm -hmm. their work, and so they have to keep doing that, otherwise they're right. unemployed. I do so many weird things for money, and my YouTube channel is just a very <laughs> small corner. Can I get that? I'm sorry, but can we have that on a shirt? <laughs> I do a lot of weird things for money. So many weird things yeah. for money. Just Zan, just a, uh, Zan 2016. God, I can't a, even a get the right. With his fist up while running down the street. Just, I do a I lot do. of weird things for money. I'm gonna open or up the, a... or or the image of a Zan outside Disney dressed as Han Solo. Go to T Fury. There we go. Yeah, yeah just... I'll, I'll open up a merchandise store, and that'll be the one shirt that just says I do a lot of strange things for money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I do so many things and my videos have uh, pretty much always been just a sort of a creative outlet okay. and I have gone back and forth between like consciously making sure that I keep it that way because mm -hmm. uh, I forced a couple of my videos out in the past and I'll tell you those are the couple of videos that I watch the least I, I'm not above watching my own stuff. I watch them and it's just so much fun and I laugh at it and I reminisce about the good times I've had with my friends. And You enjoy what you do. I don't think that's really bad. Like I, For most people, I don't think it's like, oh, I shouldn't listen to it, but rather, oh my God, I made something terrible. And I think it's good that you can appreciate what you've done. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. if I force out a video, which I've tried a couple times, it's just... It's not something I want to make, and if it's not something I want to make, then I don't want to ask people to watch it, which if you right. upload anything to YouTube, it's you're asking people to watch it. So, Or if you upload, let's say, like a podcast about Zelda, and you don't talk about Zelda ever, or you know, like that. every week for like 74 weeks in a row, and yeah, people gonna, yell at you a lot. You're gonna have all, to, all right, Adam. All right. I'm gonna, getting too deep. You're going to have to get on calm, that. Calm it down. <laughs> or it's time to rebrand. I start sobbing. <laughs> time to rebrand. things. <laughs> Um, and so I, uh, I, that's not to say that I'm, I'm too hard on myself with, oh no, that's not a good mm -hmm. enough idea or something. I'll upload the stupidest thing ever, but only if it amuses me. And so mm -hmm. I've kind of prided myself on, uh, kind of a, what you see is what you get. My videos are incredibly reflective of myself <laughs> and my friend's, uh, sense of humor and sensibilities. Mm -hmm. So uh, if something amuses me, then I know that it will be consistent with my channel just because it's always 
been something that appeals to me. And so in that way, it's something that's kind of sacred, yet something that's also just very, just off the cuff, off the cuff, bombastic. And honestly, the only thing that's been drying me up lately was uh, just too many other outside projects and stuff. And so it's hard to get that inspiration uh, Mm -hmm. for a video. But, you know, I think there might be a a video idea in uh, this whole Fine Brothers fiasco. Oh, geez. Um, well, it's it's good that you say that because I've heard from other content creators that I've been lucky enough to meet and have like conversations with. Um, one in particular conversation is uh, he said uh, it was this was Ego Raptor. Um, he said that you should be doing it for you because if you're doing it for someone else, you're not doing the right thing. Yes. And I think that I think that it's really good that you do this for you and for your friends and you don't do this for, you know, the community as a whole. Even though you enjoy your your channel and you you and you try to stay true to that message, you don't do it because of them. You do it for you. you yeah, know, you, definitely. Which will keep you probably from uh, you know, getting into a whole lot of stress down the line. Yeah, um, and I got go ahead. Mm-hmm. And it might be a slow growth, but you know, it'll it'll get there, I think. I hope to see it grow as as the the the, the years go by. Yeah, that might be weird to say. <laughs> That'd be nice. We're we're creeping up on five years of it, believe it or not. I uh, really, yeah. Wow. I mean, if it was something that I really put more focus into, mm-hmm. and uh, and maybe <laughs> I don't know, put some money into or something, mm-hmm. uh, it could go uh, a little bit bigger. But I, the more I think there's a. A little bit of a charm to what you do, though, because you've had some really successful videos, and they've been done with probably about zero budget, like the 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 Kojima one you did with uh, Aaron and John. Was oh yeah, hilarious! And it's like, I did you spend any money on that? Um, let me think back on it. I get the feeling that one of you owned that outfit already. Yeah, that's my the... snake outfit, and yeah. it appeared in one <laughs> other of my videos, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also used in, uh, what was it? While we're talking about, uh, Ego Raptor and Game Grumps and stuff, Barry, Barry from Game Grumps. Oh yeah. Um, I went to high school with Barry and his big brother, Alex. And every year Alex does, uh, he does a, uh, a happy birthday video for Barry. And this year it was all Metal Gear themed. So that same solid snake costume appears in that video. So (laughs) eventually the, the costume will have a better youtube career than i will <laughs> <laughs> but the, I guess, well, but those videos are very popular though like it, it shows that the stuff that you do is good so if anything you can hold that with pride I guess my question would be what is your favorite video of yours and what mm-hmm. is your least favorite video of yours let's go with least favorite first that one's pretty darn easy um <laughs> shucks actually i should probably bring up a list just to make sure i'm not forgetting because i do have a tendency to block things out sometimes <laughs> i'm like we're just not even gonna pretend that that existed some are like real short and adorable and so it's like there's no reason for me to hate on that but uh oh you know what no i don't even need to look i already remember Catherine sucks Catherine oh, sucks that was like the worst thing ever but you Why? know what oh well <laughs> <laughs> that was the first example of me uh forcing out a video i was uh, like because because Catherine just came out or something or yeah i was like what's something i can talk about and i it wasn't even a personal opinion i had i read it in an article 
And I shot that at like four in the morning before I had to get on an airplane to Alaska. And so I'm like whispering through the whole mo- like video because I didn't want to like wake up neighbors or anything. And it was just like, it was rushed and oh, it's just awful. And I don't even agree with the the message that the video is putting out. So it's like, it's one of those things that I would delete if mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, more of a purist of, you know what, we I have to embrace everything everything i've done yeah um i'm not gonna ask what you were doing going to alaska because you've already said that you do some weird things for money (laughs) it's probably not something legal uh but i hope that you didn't kill that many whales um no i'll tell you i was uh i was doing jack sparrow for the alaska county fair oh or no sorry alaska state fair (laughs) what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, used to be in a pirate group, and we we did a show what? up there. No joke. You used to be a, a professional pirate. Yeah. In fact, if uh, <laughs> if you look up the the Warp Zone, uh, they're on YouTube. They they do a lot of funny video game stuff. Uh, just a few months ago, I uh, I did Jack Sparrow in their Disney Infinity uh, sketch. Oh so, wow! Yeah, you can see my full costume, and I do my voice, and so that explains the pirate costume in the Assassin's Creed video. Yes, that was <laughs> half my Jack Sparrow costume mixed with a hood. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so what's your favorite video? Okay, let's let's go into favorites. Favorites are tough because uh, there's I have a lot of favorites for different reasons, but if there's one that I'm just like, I could always just go to off the top of my head. It's probably my 3ds XL provokes violence. The Lord of the Rings one. Oh yeah. That one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I, it was just one of those things where like the idea mixed really well with, uh, the parody element and, uh, mm-hmm. and like the message was super simple. It wasn't anything controversial that anybody hasn't said before, but it was just a really fun way to say it. And I think, uh, during the montage, I get there's a bunch of shots of a lot of my different friends from different areas of my life, and so that uh, fills my heart with warmth. <laughs> I don't know what uh, that's like. I think the um, your heart being warm. I, the one, the one I always recommend people to watch first uh, is the Resident Evil Four HD one because <laughs> that one is absolutely fantastic. That is, oh, oh, that one. Half the people I... don't even understand like the reference, or like rather the second reference, because I guess there's a couple of different movie references. But if you haven't yeah. seen The Room, it just gets really weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I always start people, especially people that aren't big gamers or online people, with the Far Cry racist one, because um, oh, I think one that too. one's probably a pretty good one just to like get people a feel for like what what the kind of stuff you do is. Yeah, uh, and it's pretty accessible too. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a simple enough uh, exposition. I right. uh, <laughs> I try to make sure that my videos uh, will somehow explain the uh, the topic before mm-hmm. we lampoon it. And right. some videos I've done a better job at than others. And mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> in that respect, I think the greatest failure was the Kojima changes Snake's voice with John and Aaron because 
there was oh, a lot it of relied so heavily on the outside references. Yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff in there where it's like, why is his head wrapped up in bandages? And well, who's... you did kind of mention it in it, and it's still. I think there's. It's it's just very silly. I think it does like it. it it's it looks like the three of you were having a good time doing it, and I think that's what kind of makes a good video. Yeah, you know when you feel like like my favorite part in when I'm watching a movie or something or a show is when you're like, man. That actor is having the best time playing this role. Like, when you can just tell they're having fun with it, especially a villain. When a villain's having fun with the role, it's just, it's it's noticeable like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, mm. And that that's part of it, you know? If I was forcing myself to upload a video every week, it just it wouldn't have that same uh, joy and fun. So when I call up a friend and be like, hey, I got a video idea, they're like, let's do it. It's the toast of the season of sorts <laughs> right I, I definitely uh understand that because like not to not to throw shade at anyone but like sometimes uh mega 64 because they have to keep up quota their sketches a lot of the and a lot of the newer ones feel really forced and or like preachy mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's yeah one of those risks that i had talked about but you know what as long as we're bringing them up they were one of my main inspirations for uh, my videos. Oh wow! Yeah, I love the stuff that they do on YouTube. Mm. Uh, it's very. Uh, I can tell they draw a lot from uh, South Park, which yeah, is another yeah, thing that I like. Really yeah, is great. Definitely. Uh, Their show is really good. Not many people know about the actual show on the DVDs. Have you seen them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first two seasons are. Uh, but the third the third one's great the third the third season's like real good real the real first season is good (laughs) it's like two test seasons and one actual season um (laughs) but uh let's get into some fan topics about the zeldors uh because (laughs) that's because that's what we do here um we talk about zeldor yeah we Uh, talk about sean connery's zardoz these come from our twitter because some people on Twitter love to ask questions last day. If you want to ask your own fan topics, feel free to email us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. I usually respond, not always, because sometimes I'm really busy, but I usually read all of them, and I appreciate all of your emails, even the ones that say I'm stupid. None of them said I'm stupid. I'm lying. Um, you're all very sweet. Uh, but this one comes from Sean on Twitter, and Sean asks, What are our thoughts on Twilight Princess HD, and can people stop complaining about it if they don't want to buy it? Thank you, Sean, for your topic. I'm not going to complain at all. I'm super stoked. It was my favorite game out of the entire series, personally. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good. As, yeah. as mentioned earlier, it looks better now. Yeah, yeah so no. I think most of the things that people are going to complain about, which were the graphics, people are going to not complain about it if it yeah. looks better. A lot of the I mean, questions were answered that we were asking recently. The 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 game could have looked like a muddled mess and i would have still bought it because i really like twilight princess and mm-hmm. i i am not above buying a third copy of that game <laughs> i think colin it, has what we call speak, no shame speaking speaking of having no shame i also pre-ordered <laughs> doom today so oh yeah you saw the bo- yeah you showed me the box art earlier yeah, that, that box art. it's so generic yeah, no, it just it just looks like um shooter make shooter man. It looks like a guy in paintball gear holding a Nerf gun. <laughs> it, it looks like not an actual like big franchise game. It looks like just uh like a third party pirate like 
port of like a really yeah. bad mobile game. It's funny because if you get the collector's edition, you get the uh, steel book that has the revenant on it, and it's like screaming, and it looks oh, so nice. much better. Nice. It's like generally the same sort of thing, but it just mm-hmm. looks better because it's a you know an enemy and not just generic right, right. spaceman. Right. But um. I mean, what what else is there to really say about Twilight Princess HD other than it's an HD port of Twilight Princess? I Well, we have a guest here and we've never asked him. So Zen, what are your thoughts on Twilight Princess <laughs> HD? I think a big reason why people feel a need to complain is that Zeldas are a very special occurrence. They They don't come out every year. It's every few years. And so there's some kind of stigma that... Mm-hmm. Perhaps uh, this port took the place of a completely original game that we could have had. And so people somehow feel uh, cheated that we're getting a retread when we could have had something brand new. That's possibly true, but uh, at least in recent years, it seems like they're making more and more of these games. You know, we've had like, what, four in the past couple of years, Uh, which is unprecedented, it feels like, uh, to my knowledge. Um, And... They, we already know the co- sort of formula that Zelda likes to do, which is a game that is very tried and true to the formula, and then a game that is very out there. And it keeps doing that sort of cycle to try and continue to build on the franchise while appreciating what has come before. Um, so, I mean, I was kind of one of the, the, the people crying out against Twilight Princess, Princess HD originally, but that was mostly because... I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get what they were making better about this game. Um, a lot of us were, like, trying. It took a while to see the actual HD update on the original screenshots. Uh, now it's becoming a lot clearer to see the actual improvements. Uh, hopefully there's going to be another improvement along the line. That would make me totally happy. I mean, I guess I could also see the complaints because one of the weirder things that I did bring up when we first talked about this was that I mean, you can go to, like, Best Buy, mm-hmm. buy Twilight Princess, and play it on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And nothing is stopping Nintendo from just putting the Wii version on the Virtual Console. Which, by the way, I just want to mention, they're releasing Resident Evil 4 for mm-hmm. the Wii on the eShop today. And that's probably the best version of the game, in my opinion. So, right. I'll check agree it with out. That. Now, now, Zan can can f*** his Wii U. <laughs> oh my god. I'll just, what, I'll just re-upload are... the same video. <laughs> watch, watch his Resident Evil 4 HD scandal video and th- there you go. Okay. <laughs> All questions will be answered. <laughs> he does a lot of weird things for money. He just <laughs> Every time Ray comes on this show, I feel like she's more and more scarred. <laughs> I feel like one day she's just gonna break. This, this whole show is just an experiment. And Hi, great. welcome to Zelda Podcast, episode 93. Today we have Punished Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wanted uh, the Resident Evil 4 HD port that was on PS3 to have move support because yeah. I really enjoyed the Wii's uh, motion controls for it. I actually feel you on that because when I when they announced um I had never purchased Resident Evil Five for like the longest time but when then when they went oh there's gonna be Gold Edition on the PS3 with Move like I waited for that because <laughs> I thought oh I liked the Wii version of Four so much and then it ended up not being the same thing no it's never the same thing <laughs> it's never the same same thing what is though is that Dead Rising game on the Wii hmm. that uses the same engine as R- RE4 oh does it 
Yeah, it's the because they it's it's a Wii port of an Xbox 360 game, and the whole port of the whole point of Dead Rising was to show look how many zombies we can put on an Xbox 360. So when they brought it over to the Wii, they were like, "Well, we can't do that. We'll just make it Resident Evil 4 in a mall." Huh. <laughs> it's it's really odd. But I think it, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's really odd. But I mean, you can get it for like I think two dollars mm-hmm. used. It's mm-hmm. fairly common. It's pretty neat, Pete. Yeah. Well, uh, there's something well, magical though about RE4 that somehow just it doesn't translate. Like I remember yeah. they were saying that like the evil within was supposed to be like a spiritual oh, successor oh God. to RE4. And I'll admit a lot let's of Let's not like, talk the, about the evil within, please. I'll say a <laughs> no, lot of the mechanics. The evil within. <laughs> oh god. A lot of the mechanics felt the same, but yeah, there was just something missing and so there's like this weird alchemy that I feel like we'll never have again that already. It was missing had. this thing called good game. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's because because I've been replaying RE4 for mm-hmm. the uh, the PC recently because they re-released it on PC. For those actual, of you who don't know, because I know there's at least one person who doesn't know, we're talking about Resident Evil 4, not just a game called RE4. Oh yeah, RE4. RE4 sounds like to me, without any context, sounds like an Israeli guy has made four games about himself. <laughs> It's RE4, oh you God. play as me, you go around and oh. you, you talk to the friends, and you, you, you eat the hummus, and you, you go to Tel Aviv Beach, it's, it's very nice. It's like Mario, but Ari. Ario. I think, Ario. <laughs> I think the thing about RE4 is that it's, it's, it's because unlike the other Resident Evil games, which were more like B-movies, that, mm-hmm. were, that, were, that took themselves so seriously, but they just had these goofy elements about it, RE4 is a game where it is completely serious, but it just slowly falls apart at the seams and just becomes crazier and crazier. And isn't that what you want out of a Resident Evil game? Yeah, and but like it keeps it, you know, it keeps the gameplay tight and like it doesn't like ruin it in any way. No, like no. Five or six does. It just I I hate five. <laughs> Five's really eh. like it's it's just. We, we, I think we've talked about this, Colin. I, I have my gripes with five for a lot of reasons. <sighs> that game. Tell us how you really feel. No, <laughs> we'd be here a while. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about something that makes me happy. Uh, Toby Fox was asked by Nintendo, or it seems he was contacted by Nintendo about a possible Wii U port for Undertale. Seems kind of neat. That, that would be, cool. be amazing. Because I mean, cause I mean I, the source the the source is his Twitter. Yeah. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well then, there you go. <laughs> oh, the issue being that Game Maker, which is what he uses. Oh, I thought he used RPG Maker, but it doesn't. Uh, yeah. It's not. It it doesn't go to Nintendo. Oh, platforms. he'd have to. He'd have to recreate. He'd have the to game. redo the whole thing. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that'd be. I mean. I, someone will do it. Yeah, well, it if, if this was someone would probably game. do it. There's been plenty of companies who've like licensed out their games to be reported to the Wii U. Right. I mean, I think, if, this, um, if this was Xbox, they just do it for you. <laughs> I think like Cassie, who was on the podcast a mm-hmm. couple times, uh, her game Electronic Super Joy was uh, done by a third party uh, for Nintendo. I'm not sure. I think that the they found out that the 3DS can handle the platform that they were make that they made the game on. I think Unity. Um, is what the game was programmed in uh and they weren't sure originally if the game if the the 
if the 3ds could support that so uh, that might be it but you might be right uh i'd have to ask her to be sure um yeah yeah and also <laughs> in other gaming news uh we're finally getting a t- twit t- uh, <laughs> <laughs> words <laughs> um we're getting a taylor swift iphone game i couldn't even oh, say that properly me. because of how much i actually don't care and i just wanted to make that I... joke that's... But anyway, um, one of my favorite pastimes well, with with my my boyfriend is 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 when when the Taylor Swift song comes on in the cars, we just you know analyze it in the most you know pretentious way we could think of possible. Like, hmm, now the bad blood. Now, what could she possibly be trying to say? It's probably, probably something nothing. about um the the Zika virus going around. She's probably making some very good. She predicted uh, it. World world news. Uh, commentary. She's talking about how we're not fixing a problem that is going on in our country. Uh, she is honestly one of the great poets of our time, I think. Uh, but anyway, uh, enough about Philosopher Swift. Um, uh, you know that the new Nintendo CEO, uh, he, to me, is has been one of the... I don't want to say... Let me, let me think of the best way to say this. Since... <laughs> Uh, ever since Iwata passed away, uh, Kimishima has been, to me, making a really good uh, new president. Uh, recently, with his comments about the quality of life devices, remember how Nintendo recently said, uh, like within the past year or two, said they were going to switch over to making more quality of life devices instead of just video games, that they were seeing video games as sort of like a side project now, mm-hmm. and more they wanted to move into the home in other ways. Yeah. Uh, Himishima's like, yeah, well, the stuff we have right now isn't that great. And uh, if it continues to be like this, we might just not do that. Uh, which makes me happy because I, I want them to focus on video games. It's... I think their their quality of life stuff has always been like really interesting because mm-hmm. other than like the vitality sensor, mm-hmm. we've... We, they've never really clued us in into Remember the, what the, any of it was. The firestorm that was the vitality sensor? Yeah. Like, people we were rioting. It was... Like, we still had no idea what purpose it would have had, or what it would have done, or what would have been compatible. And then it was canceled. Yeah, and then it was just like, oh yeah, we're just not doing it. Like, <laughs> It's like, we're sorry. Look, Mario games. <laughs> And then, and then, like the the past year, um, before Iwata died, there was the press conference. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna make a thing that tracks when you sleep." And it's like, well, "What the purpose? But why? And why?" The, and they're like, what? "Ah, we don't know. Just cause." Eh. <laughs> sleep more, you get more mushrooms in Mario. Like I, what? I don't. You, you put your amiibo on top of your sleep sensor, and it puts Luigi into your <laughs> dreams. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Eventually, they're just like it records you showering. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a great video, Zan. <laughs> Nothing is off the table. <laughs> Just get, get your friend in the Mario costume to be like, alright, I need you to use a camcorder on me in the shower. And he's like, hey, hey Zan, I don't think I want to do this, man. <laughs> be like the X-Bone video again. Hey, let me tell you, if I could convince Phil to kiss me, then I could convince him to record me in the shower. That was so. a pretty interesting moment, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, Really? Oh, yeah, Phil, I mean, sidebar, uh, Phil was, like, so nervous about it, just because, like, he and I have been friends since uh, we were, like, 14, and so now all of a sudden it was, like, now we're going to have this, like, kissy moment, and he, like, said, yeah, let's do it, it sounds funny, 
And then when, when we were about to like actually record that shot, he was also like, okay, hold on, man. I just got to whatever. I was like, no, here we go. Here we go. Cameras up. Pictures up. Here we go. Start playback. Three, two, one. And he was like, uh, uh, and we got it in one take. <laughs> uh, I, I was at a party the other, like the other night with Jake and he kissed me just like out of nowhere. He's like, I'm kissing you, Adam. And I'm like, what? And he just does it. And that was an interesting moment in our friendship. So, I think it's uh, healthy <laughs> to kiss your male friends every once in a while it's like a european thing but yeah so colin if we hang out when are we gonna kiss? stop <laughs> <laughs> oh colin <laughs> oh you um oh oh me uh but i just i have to just like a little sidebar comment um you sing in that video and i loved it <laughs> good voice thank you very much Props. that was uh that was a video that an idea I actually had for a few years and I just kept waiting for the uh the right context Moment. to apply it. But I was like, I wanna sing this song in a duet and it needs to be obviously about something that has always been there, but then all of a sudden one day you realize that it's it's better. It's more. And so originally I wanted to sing it as a duet with uh with John Tron and then he unceremoniously fled the state to new york oh no and so that idea got shelved for a long time and oh. yeah and then when i realized when i noticed that nintendo was putting out like some really solid games amidst all these other triple a titles on other consoles mm -hmm. that were just bugged as shit, i was like <laughs> hey this is it let's dust off that idea let's make it happen nice um, I, I, I appreciate that you mentioned Treasure Tracker in that because I, I've said that Treasure Tracker, uh, has been one of Nintendo's more charming ideas in recent years. Uh, and after getting the chance to play it a couple months ago, last or last year at this point, geez, um, I was, I was very satisfied with it. So, you know, I, I agreed with pretty much every example you pulled up in that video. Yeah, it, uh, Treasure Tracker is one of those things where, like, you know, for anybody that played, I think it was the Mario 3D World, mm -hmm. like, they played a few of the Treasure Tracker levels, and even when I played those, I was like, oh, yeah, they're okay, I don't really care, whatever, and yet, without changing anything about their, like, the core gameplay, Treasure Tracker, it's as its own game, somehow just took it to the next level. And right. so when I tell people, they're like, oh, really? I don't know. I didn't really care about those levels it's, it's in solid. Mario World. And I'm like, no, you got to try this. Mm -hmm. It's great. And oh, my God, that like last level challenge thing where there's like 30 floors or something. <laughs> that is like among one of my most proud gaming moments. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're playing as this slow, awkward, bumbling toad. Yeah. The whole time. And you somehow make it through. Uh, I also appreciate the fact that it was almost a Zelda game. So sometimes I like to imagine Toad in a little like Link outfit. Heroes, Heroes tunic. Oh, was he supposed to yeah, be yeah, like I, a I... like an like a gimpy Link or something? It was supposed to be a <laughs> it was supposed to be a Legend of Zelda title, like one of the more out there ones. Because you know, like I was saying, the the cycle is one weird game, one regular game, one weird game, one regular game. Uh, that was yeah. supposed to be the weird one, and then they just did a Link Between Worlds instead. Oh, and just which like wasn't that. very weird at all. Yeah, no. Well, guess, it was it was weird in some ways, but in the best possible ways. Yeah. No, no. I think we'll save that weird distinction for uh, Triforce Heroes. Oh! Oh, God. Oh. Did oh, you manage to get oh, that no. game? No, or... I did not. <laughs> <laughs> the fans got it for me, and I have to play it. 
I, I actually I really appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm doing it because I really do. It was so sweet of you guys to get me that game. Uh, so actually, going back to Treasure Tracker, I remember I picked it up out of like morbid curiosity and i was like oh this is gonna be a dumb thing and then i ended up playing it for like three hours straight ended up being just mm -hmm. really fun it's uh it's a good game it's a good game uh but anyway let's get to one of our other fan topics since i'm kind of in the mood for another zelda topic uh marty uh colin's best friend uh asks uh wouldn't it really be necessary for link to always have the triforce of courage since in skyward sword he had all three to begin with well, not to begin with, but the three pieces never had specific owners, per se. Also, what do you think ever happened to the Loftwings? Did they go extinct, or have they evolved into something new? Uh, thank you so much for your topic, Marty. Once again, if you would like to send us your fan topic, you can feel free to do that at Twitter, on Twitter, down below. Message any of us, or tweet at any of us, including Zan, because now Zan has to do that. Um, sorry, Zan. Uh, <laughs> uh, or feel free to email us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so what do you think, guys? Do you think that Link should always have the Triforce of Courage? Well, that, I mean, did we actually establish what these things do? They've always been kind of vague about it. <laughs> from my understanding, Not they vary from totally. game to game, but a lot of the times they're mostly like divine gifts. 90% of the time, you already have the thing. It's yeah. more like a it's more like the like uh, like a scout right. badge in like like uh like the Boy Scouts. You know, like the, the, the fire making badge. You don't learn how to make a fire because of the badge. You already know how to make a fire and they give you a badge for it. Like, you're not getting more courageous because of the Triforce of Courage, you already are courageous, so you have the Triforce of Courage. There's also a big, so... like, there's also a big factor of, of predetermination and fate right. going on. Right, right. Um, I mean, they're basically just MacGuffins, like, they're well, just... Well, yes and no. I mean, the Triforce is itself, like, kind of a, a, a an amazing wish-granting machine. It's like the Dragon Balls, and so the point is to try and uh when they're together they're pretty good when they're yeah. not oh boy well the point like, is to try and get or become a a virtuous person with all three of these qualities so you attain the triforce yeah. in total um sometimes you can do that by force uh other times you can do that by actually working your butt off uh wind waker link earned the triforce of courage he actually went out of his way and he he left his comfort zone and he got on stage and he danced in front of the entire town even though dancing wasn't allowed wait a minute that's a plot of dirty dancing never mind um <laughs> uh, they're pretty similar to be fair <laughs> this is true it is very similar to dirty dancing kevin bacon need, also plays link in wind waker i would love to see kevin bacon that's not it's not dirty dancing <laughs> That's Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's very similar to Footloose. Yeah, I guess Kevin Bacon and um, yeah, he he dumps the water on himself. Patrick Swayze, look and then very and then he puts a chainsaw on his arm, and then he fights zombies in the Middle Ages. Yeah, my my favorite part of Footloose was the coat hanger abortion. That's uh yeah, real. Yeah. That happens in Dirty Dancing. Excuse me. And then he comes back from summer vacation, and he finds his high, his summer sweetheart. Is now going to the same school as him. Uh, no, 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 and then no, that, that's Greece. That, that's Greece. You got Greece. 
you know what? I'm just going to stop at this point. I'm just going to go back to Zelda because that's what I know. Um, <laughs> I think that it would be interesting, and I think people have brought this up before, the idea of having, and I've brought it up certainly in multiple multitudes, uh, having either different characters in the main role, like Zelda as the main character of the Legend of Zelda series, uh, with either Triforce of Courage or the Triforce of Wisdom, um, so that you kind of have a different style of gameplay. And it kind of caters to that. So instead of uh, just combat and then puzzles, it's tactical combat. You know, it's where you're, you're actually thinking about what moves you have to make because you're not exactly the strongest fighter. or You're not exactly the fastest fighter. You have to just be the most clever about using your resources in the area around you to your advantage. <laughs> so the answer is no, it would not be necessary. Yes, the answer is no. I agree. Check mate. As for the loft wings, yeah. uh, I'm I'm not too uh, keen on my Zelda timelines, mm-hmm. especially when it comes down to specifically like how many years something's been. But if it's been enough for them to evolve, dare I say, yeah, I think the loft well, wings could have evolved into like the I little mean- bird from Link to the Past. You know, the Zora evolve almost like every game. So, I mean, I I, I, in Zelda, they became Kukos. Yeah, Kukos. Sorry, I've heard multiple pronunciations of multiple. It's it's okay. Terms. It's it's a text line yeah. in a game with no voice acting. I mean, let's, very let, I mean let, let's be real. The dire wolves were, you know, common ancestors to the Chihuahua. So you know, it's entirely possible. This is true. Selective breeding, man. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that's why they First, try to kill Link. Apparently, they, they became the uh, their ancestors of the Uka and Twilight Princess. So there you go. I don't know how they turned into weird that's David Lynch esque. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they turned into weird David Lynch esque uh, figures. But there you go. I wasn't sure about that. I asked around the staff room, and no one was entirely sure. There they was... went from being birds to then birds with human. There heads. was some yelling. Cool. You got into theories. Hours I mean, later, there is still no answer. I mean, okay, so I can see... Several staff members have died. The, the, oh, I can see the logic, unfortunately, because when you, like, right. evolve the brain for the sentience, you lose the whole survival of the, of the fittest, and then they become all wimpy and sentient. Yeah, like how fish people becomes bir- become birds as soon as you make all the, wa- the world water. <laughs> Zelda's, like, animal... Uh, evolution uh, evolution is just, all over the yeah, place yeah no it, like, it makes no sense like they, like there are there's like ocarina character like there's ocarina enemies in like minish cap and stuff like that yeah it's it's pretty odd they don't really correlate um i kind of would have preferred if they just went extinct i mean you know? there's a chain chomp or <laughs> awakening this is true um <laughs> i ca- actually um I was thinking of it two ways. Either I would want, because we the answer is in Twilight Princess Ukras, but whatever. Um, I would like it to more be either that they exist and you know they're on just they just live in the sky now, like above the cloud barrier still somehow, uh, and you know they're just not able to make it down. I don't know how that would work. I would say <laughs> the the question that you really need to ask is what happened to to Skyloft. I mean, it fell to the ground. That's right. I haven't <laughs> played, <laughs> played the game four years ago once. Excuse it's, me. It's okay. 
Okay, so yeah, maybe maybe the maybe they sky- fell under. They were underneath. <laughs> sky yeah, the loft. loft. The loft wings died with it because they yeah, didn't they, have anywhere to land, yeah. and they got tired. Of yeah, flying. and the ones that the 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 guys were fighting in the uh, flying in the last fight, including Gruus and stuff, they just ate them in the the celebratory feast afterwards. There it is. This is and then they did. This is what happens when you make every sequel to your game a prequel. This is true. <laughs> uh, but uh. Yeah, so thank you so much for that uh, topic, uh, Marty. Always good to have you. Marty. Marty is always with us whenever we do our gaming streams. Uh, Colin and I stream uh, usually every week on Twitch. You can check that down below. We have some fun times. We play Verdun. I play Shadow of Mordor now. Uh, we'll play some other games in there. I'm thinking of playing Undertale at some point, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'll stream something. Sometimes soon. when I get over five people watching, I'll play high, uh, uh, the bird dating game. Which one is that again? Oh, that uh, one. What's it called again? It's whatever. How to full boyfriend? Called. Yeah, there you yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. I'll play that game and I'll do silly voices, but sometimes that game really does destroy my voice, so I can't. Speaking always... of silly VNs, the uh, the normal boots one is. Oh yeah, coming it's coming out, out. In, like the next week. I'm excited. I get to finally. Uh, Just in time for Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> I can finally seduce Pro Jared. <laughs> <laughs> perfect uh, you, can, you can play with his neck <laughs> oh my god uh, um there's a lot of uh kickstarter stuff coming out this year yeah i'm yeah. actually kind of excited uh, strafe for. is something that i supported yeah strafe super hot comes out at the end mm-hmm. of the month that's, which that's a great I'm, one. I'm pumped about mm-hmm. uh mighty number no. nine will eventually happen hopefully hopefully <laughs> uh I, the Friday the 13th game should be mm-hmm. done by October, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and uh, according to some rumors, uh, we might be getting a port of Mother 3 on the Wii U. Yeah, that, that'd be interesting. Uh, it's like, just rumors at this point. Uh, I'm not... Here's, here's the thing about nin- Nintendo and Earthbound, and that is that as of recently... Like, it, it seems like Nintendo only likes to tease something if it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because Mother 3 has been the one thing that they've teased for multiple years that they have still not delivered on. Like, last E3, when they were doing the robot chicken sketches, um, they had one bit where a character goes, Oh, come on, Reggie, where's a new Star Fox? And then, boom, they announced a new Star Fox. Right. Later in that same direct, they go, Come on, where's Mother 3? And... I mean, at E3 this year, they released the the first game mm-hmm. that was never brought over here onto the eShop, mm-hmm. and apparently Bill Trennan's been posting some uh, Mother 3 stuff on Twitter recently, so... Oh, so they're hinting at it? Yeah, maybe. I I would... Honestly, I would not mind... Uh, I mean, I think what everyone has been saying, and I mostly agree with, is I would not mind a 3DS port right. of all three and games. And I mean, after, I would... after Iwata's passing, a man whose name I remember perfectly... <laughs> Shut up, Zan. Uh, uh, I think that they're definitely interested in sort of honoring his legacy in any way they really can. And I think that bringing Earthbound back into the limelight uh, would be a good way to do that. You know, just kind of show off the franchise that he uh, helped kind of cradle and make into something really beautiful. I mean, Nintendo already has the first two translated by themselves. Right. And the third one, I mean, the third one has already been translated by fans, and fans have even said, like, if you want, 
we'll just give you our translation. And you, like, you don't just, have to do the work, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo. Just put it on the cartridge. Um, mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, if it ends up being a, a, a Wii U eShop release and not, like, a remaster, mm-hmm. I, that'd be fine, too. I could. I, it'd be really cool to see a remaster. I, I yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see all three on one cart. Okay, I was thinking like an HD remaster thing, like 3D <laughs> graphics and stuff. I mean, that would be kind of neat if they uh, redid all the sprites to look like the actual clay models they make for all the characters. That would be awesome when they when they develop it. But, right. But then that would require Nintendo putting effort into Earthbound. This is true. So, um, speaking of surprises from E3. Uh, I I was really surprised to see that Bethesda has already announced that they're doing another press conference. I mean, EA has as well. Well, no, it's 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 not the fact that it's like an early announcement of a conference because this is around the time when people started announcing that, but rather that Bethesda doing it after last year being their first one, and it was only because of what they were releasing last year uh, with Fallout Four. You know, the the only I reason mean... that they needed to have that conference was because of those huge releases. So. I, I'm I'm curious as to what they're going to show this year. I know probably Fallout 4 DLC is going to be on there. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious as to what else. Because if, if there isn't something else, they're not really... They, it seems like a, a waste, you know? Well, yeah, no, to be to be fair, the, the I mean, the reason why they had that conference and everyone knew going in, it was going to be uh, Doom 4 and Fallout 4. Right. And it was... eventually they also did Dishonored 2, but... I think it's safe to say that Doom and Fallout really took the floor. Oh yeah, no. Um, they they won does the Dishonored show. Does Dishonored Two have a release date? Uh, not or that I know a, of. Like a scheduled time. It had a, it's going it, to be. Released. It had a, a nice area on the floor. Like when I was at E three, I was able to see all this. They had this like little art gallery section for uh, uh, Dishonored with like Corvo's like mask and his uh, like blade and stuff like on display in little glass cases. It was really cool. Um, and I actually wanted to steal that mask because it was so awesome. Uh, so I, I don't think I ever saw anywhere and I don't think I have seen, uh, a release date that I can definitely confirm. Um, but, uh, we, we will see, I will find out and I will tweet about it. It just says 2016. It just says 2016. Okay. Uh, I mean, and the reason why they did it was because those two were really big reveals. Mm-hmm. Like Doom, we already knew kind of going in, and Fallout Four, we just assumed. Do you think they're gonna do we another were, November we release? Right. Um, probably. Yeah, I think because th- we already know Doom's coming out in May. So yeah. unless they go like, oh yeah, Doom DLC, which they probably won't do. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I don't know. They could announce a new Wolfenstein title. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd like a new Wolfenstein title. That'd be nice. I just like a few weeks ago played Wolfenstein Old Blood and oh. uh yeah that was really good. I'm about to yeah, play no, it. Uh Old Blood and New Blood or uh New Blood <laughs> Old Blood and the New Order are really fantastic. Uh I'm actually about to start playing the Old Blood cuz Colin got it for me a while ago but I couldn't run it. Now I can. So I'm probably going to stream that after I play stream uh, Mordor. Cause... Good. It's it's one of <laughs> It's so weird how I went into it going, like, this is probably not going to be that great. And it ended up being better than most things. It ended up becoming one of your <laughs> favorites. Than all the things. I mean, so far, the New Order is probably mm-hmm. one of the best games of the generation, right. in my opinion. That's good. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Just, like, beautiful art direction. And it didn't, mm-hmm. like, have to get too complicated. And it didn't have to, like, give in to the whole, like, 
current trend of leveling up and RPG elements. It was just a straightforward shooter. And it was simple, and it was really good at what it was doing. Yeah, and uh, like uh, Adam said earlier, with like you can tell that they had a lot of fun making it mm-hmm. and putting all these little details into uh, how the game was designed. Right. Because, I mean, as a Wolfenstein sequel to like 3D or even the old like com like the Commodore and Atari, like it's not a sequel to Wolfenstein in any way, but like on its own, it's like really fantastic right. it's like a it's like a tarantino movie mm-hmm. but a video game um <laughs> i remember my friend went to pax and if you went to the um the demo that they had at pax you walked out with like a lanyard and a 45 vinyl of one of the songs that they had made for the uh game like the, you know how they took like some like right. old rock and they redid it in German, mm-hmm. and I actually have the Wolfenstein: The New Order vinyl. Oh, nice! It's, like, re- it's really good. <laughs> like, oh. apparently, my roommate's girlfriend was also excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, House of the Rising Sun's the best. <laughs> um, but uh, just a, a few more things I want to get through before because we're getting close to the end. Is we're going a little long this week. Uh, right. I want to mention that we saw some new screenshots and concept art for Dark Souls 3, which I think is going to be really interesting. Uh, and I was talking to my neighbor about it, you know, how Dark Souls uh, 1 is all about, you know, the rekindling of the fame, that cycle. Um, and him and a few other people have been theorizing that Dark Souls 3 is going to be about the larger cycle around that when that cycle kind of ends. Um, so I'm actually really curious to see when that what happens when that game comes out, especially since I think it'll be the last Souls game. Uh, I'm really curious how Dark Souls Three is is going to be, mm. I guess, held up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because there's a lot of I have a lot of friends who are big Dark Souls fans, right. and it, it seems like a fifty fifty split of people going, um, didn't like Bloodborne and Scholar of the First Sin is better in every way, and then there's the other half that go Bloodborne is better than all three previous ones. So it's going to be very mm-hmm. interesting to see if Dark Souls three is that tri- it, triumphant end that they were looking for. Yeah, if it, if it ends up being like if it ends up continuing the trend of Dark Souls and those types of games being fine without the the guys who were working on Bloodborne, or if Bloodborne ended up being the superior product because Dark Souls three was being worked on without those folks. Right, right. I mean, I hope I hope for the best because I see these games always getting better uh with each installment being added um but uh before we leave i want to ask zan two questions yes Uh, and he already knows uh well he knows both of them so (laughs) he's not gonna be caught by surprise hopefully uh the first one is what are your favorite and least favorite zelda titles and can you tell us why okay i hate to be that guy actually that yeah that guy on both answers Least favorite, unfortunately, has to go to Skyward Sword. I know. Oh, no, I'm that guy. Oh, no. And that's not to say... I mean, the problem is, like, Zelda is such an excellent series. So it's. I'm not saying that Skyward Sword's a bad game. It's just my least favorite of them. Right. You know, uh, I respect mm-hmm. them for trying to... I mean, I hate some... Skyward Sword, and I'm on a Zelda podcast, so... Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Our, our fans <laughs> have learned to tolerate okay. my opinions at this point, so feel free to be honest. 
Yeah, no, I'm not gonna like execute it or anything. It, it was right. a fine game, but it uh, tried some new things. But I didn't like the new things they tried with the formula. I'd like to see some different uh, things tried mm-hmm. next time. Like uh, I, I didn't enjoy how there was only one town, just Skyloft. Mm-hmm. Like it really took away that sense of exploration and growth. Because, like, you do something and you'd always kept going back to the same place after every mission. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, like, to get to a temple, it pretty much was a temple. So just, like, it really, there was never, like, a break, I felt like, except when you were at Skyloft, which I got bored with. So that being said, the whole game took me, like, 50 hours. (laughs) I don't need to spend that much time on a freaking Zelda. (laughs) <laughs> but i yeah. actually don't have much problem with the the motion controls they didn't give me hassle i know a lot of people complained about them but they worked fine for me for the most part it really depended on the setup people had i think we, we've talked about this where it's like if you you either had one of the setups they basically programmed for and you were fine or you didn't and you were screwed yeah and then uh my favorite here we go again with oh i'm that guy uh freaking ocarina Ocarina of Time, you can't really, it was sort of the zenith of the series for me, where they had, like, evolved (laughs) their formula to, like, the perfect sort of arc. There was nothing controversial about Ocarina, it was just very well polished for its time. I really and then I really hope to sorry not to cut you off, but I really yeah. hope one day we, we run into someone who's like, my favorite Zelda game, uh, Zelda 2. We we have in the past. We, really? Yes. Before before you. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. Uh, Who is this? I want to meet this guy. Zen. I, that... I'm sorry. I I I thought we had something special, but I I guess not because I don't like Ocarina <laughs> of Time. You don't like oh. Ocarina. You don't like Sky Skyward Sword. What I do you like? I don't know how anybody's subscribed to you. I like 2D Zelda <laughs> titles. Okay. I like my Link Between Worlds. I like my Link to the Past. I like Link's Awakening. Okay. I like I Oracle you. Seasons and Ages. I I like Four Swords Adventures. I don't like Triforce Heroes so far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I can understand that. I yeah. I can respect that because they are uh, seemingly similar yet very different uh, styles. Right, right. It's, and yeah, it's it's really. I like, love. Hmm? Go ahead. No go. I've I've spoken about it <laughs> plenty of times. I love. Uh, I do love my uh, a link a link to the past. So uh, I don't dislike the two D titles. Just there was okay. something very polished about Ocarina that was they were able to give a more cinematic feel than they ever had before. The music was taken to next level. It just felt bigger somehow than Link to right. the Past. And uh, I actually I actually don't think that um saying Skyward Sword is being the least favorite and ocarina being the favorite is being that guy i think being that guy would be my favorite is majora's mask it's underrated and my least favorite zelda 2 because i played one level of it and i didn't get it yeah because <laughs> that okay. that seems to be most people and that uh that seems to be a lot of people but uh yeah uh let's on let's try to end on a positive note uh zen <laughs> uh as as a content creator on youtube uh how how did you get started i I feel like this is a question i like to ask people a lot because it's always it's always weird or interesting to see like the different things that led people to making content online 
Yeah, this um, I had a bunch of friends that were doing it. Me and uh, John Fran, we went to high school together, and uh, he was seeing some great success with doing it. And uh, we did a live stream at uh, Gerard the Completionist's house, and this was like before Gerard was doing uh, the Completionist. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this was like the second time I think John had met Ego Raptor. This was come to think of it, a very historic live stream. <laughs> um, and uh, it was a long one. We ended up going like twelve hours, and I think at the end of it, it was just me and Gerard at like nine a.m. Oh my god, we were like wrapping up, and somewhere along the way, a lot of people were watching it earlier because you know uh, at the time it was kind of a novelty to see uh, Aaron doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of a thing before game runs Aaron existed. Aaron plays video games. Why would yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, it used to be a novelty. So mm-hmm. there were a lot of people watching and they were like, oh yeah, Zan, you should do stuff. You should do stuff. And by the time I went to bed, I had like 12 subscribers and I'm like, I got to give these 12 people something. <laughs> and uh, the original plan was always to do something more in the vein of like a John Tron, AVGN. Mm-hmm. A million other people sort of thing and uh what you see in my videos now actually just came from a lack of technical knowledge mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know how to edit together a bunch of things and do graphics and things flying in and out but i can shoot a stupid video on my phone <laughs> actually i didn't start shooting videos on my phone till about a year ago what, what did you do before then <laughs> I, I have like a freaking like uh Canon, a Rebel 2Ti or something. And uh, oh, nice. Yeah. I, like it was a good camera. There's nothing wrong with it. But I was like, when the uh, iPhone 6 Plus came out and they're like, this can't, this is amazing, the camera we put on. It. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot my next video on it. And if it looks good enough, I'm going to keep doing that. Just so that <laughs> way, like, now I can shoot a video at any time. And it's very liberating to know that. If, you know, inspiration ever strikes or I'm at a place where I'm like, or I could do something stupid. Yes. And I'm like, no, hey, I could do even, it right now. You can even put Premiere on your phone and just edit right there. Yeah, there we go. And just watch Satellite. your phone melt. Yeah, so um, <laughs> watch it melt. So yeah, that was kind of where it started. And mm-hmm. then uh, and then after that, it, it sort of just evolved. Uh, my videos got a little less stupid each with each upload mm-hmm. except Catherine sucks that is just the worst <laughs> uh well i hope that you continue to make excellent videos and that the next ones that come uh will be some of your best uh thank i, wa- I want to thank you for joining us i want to thank ray and colin for joining me as well it was fun uh i also want to thank zan for joining us. yeah it was it was great me and colin i wasn't sure about asking you to join colin was like do it do it uh so we <laughs> I mustered up the courage to ask, uh, and it was it was good. It was good that you responded. Uh, hopefully, we'll do it again sometime or something in the future. Uh, yeah, no, this was a total blast. I, uh, I, it's it's kind of rare nowadays. I get so caught up with life and stuff that it's it's rare that I get to nerd out with a bunch of guys about video games and stuff. So this was a lot of fun. Please have me back again. Definitely, definitely. We, we also do streams, so you're welcome to join us there too. Um, oh, totally. Uh, but for those of you listening, I want to thank you for joining us. It was fun. It was wonderful to, uh, once again, give you our, our weekly podcast where I, uh, berate your favorite Zelda games and make you question why I work at Zelda Informer. Uh, if you have any of your own topics, theme song submissions, cover art, 
Or if you want to just tell me why I'm wrong about Ocarina of Time, feel free to email us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to join my streams. Both of them are down below, Picardo.tv for my art streams and Twitch.tv for my gaming streams. I do more gaming streams now with Colin, without Colin, uh, with other people. Uh, and follow us on Twitter to see more updates from us throughout the week. Uh, Friday, there will probably be a D&D stream if you missed it. Hopefully it'll be up in the archives. Uh, it'll be like five hours of content. So there you go. Uh, but until then, until next week, uh, I've been Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Zan. Uh-huh. What's your favorite color? Uh, I'm gonna go with purple. Yo, that's my favorite color. Sweet. I like, I like, we, we just had a bonding moment. It's nice. There it's we nice. go. Yeah. First of many. <laughs> Perfect. Watch out!